for as long as I can remember, it has been my ambition to become an Olympian. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Underrated Podcast, a podcast where we discuss films that are underrated, underseen, underappreciated, and ones that have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. I am Derek McDuff, the first of your, of your co-hosts. Uh, with me, as always, are Ariel Ortiz. Hello. And Alan Torres. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? This week, since it is uh, the Winter Olympics, the Olympics are back, uh, we're going to be talking about a movie that is about the 1988 Winter Olympics, a movie that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, that would be 2016's Eddie the Eagle, um, a film about the, the the real person of the same name, uh, Eddie Edwards. This film is, of course, starring Taron Egerton and uh, as Eddie, with uh, Hugh Jackman as his trainer. Um, it's directed by Dexter Fletcher. Um, but yeah, so... This was my pick, obviously. Like I said, I'm a really big fan of the Olympics. Uh, I'm excited that we are here having the Olympics again for the second time in like six months. I actually kind of originally was thinking about doing this movie when we had the Summer Olympics and then we were doing our summer sequels. I was like, oh, I guess we can't do it. Then I was like, wait a minute. The Winter Olympics are just around the corner because of the weird Olympic schedule because of the pandemic. So I was really excited to kind of go into it and uh, touch on this one. Um, but I know, Alan, this is your first time seeing this movie uh, I know that, you know, you're not a big sports guy, but I think I've gotten you in the past with some of these sports biopic movies. Tell me what you thought of this one. Uh, well, uh, like I told you guys in the text, the first thing that I wasn't a fan of is I didn't see any adamantium claws. So <laughs> that's one big disappointment. And I didn't see any cool, fancy British suits or, you know, cool spy gadgets. But <laughs> I digress. Uh, no, I dug it. It was super fun. It was it was a really good movie. I, I I'm always kind of nervous about watching like biopics because you know things always have to go wrong and I don't know. I guess I get really into the characters, so I go, oh my god, like I don't want anything bad to happen. And obviously, you know that this movie, I mean, nothing bad happened. You know, everything went well. Like so that that was the fun. But but what I really liked a lot about it was, um, you know, Taron Egerton and, and Hugh Jackman who just stole the show. I love their characters so much. Like I, I was all, I was all, all up for it. Like I loved their chemistry. Like you know, Taron Egerton, like his facial expressions were so good. Like I that knew was my first he was, note. It's just yeah. his facial expressions. Mm-hmm. He's got the, you know, like even I was like catching myself like, <laughs> like he's like you know looking at the jump, and I'm yeah. just like, well, I don't know if he's gonna be able to do that one. Like kind of thing. I was catching myself <laughs> doing that too, but uh, yeah, they, they they killed it. I, I love their performances. Um, I think what always gets me with these sports movies is I think you always pick the very like. I mean, sports are gen, gen, gener, generally uh, competitive, obviously. So I, I think that's what gets me is the competitiveness and and like you know I, I you know just just before we jumped on, I'm playing like Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel on ranked. So, and like, you guys could probably see me going like, come on, hurry, play your fucking turn, you know, because I want to kick your ass, you know, so I get pretty competitive. So I think that's what always grabs me, where I'm just like, yeah, and like, you know, he's like, I want to be, you know, the, the best ski jumper. I want to, I, I just want to like join the Olympics and I want to do that. And, and you know, I really appreciated that because sometimes like, I know for some people they're like, oh, I, I need to win. I have to win. And that's completely 
fine, like nothing wrong with that. You know, that's a competitive nature. But I really liked his character just being like, I just want to be there. And sometimes, dude, that's enough. Like sometimes just saying like, hey, I was there. I did it. I competed. And, and, and you know, it's it's one of those things of just, just like the, the, the quote. It's just like the Olympics aren't about like competing or about winning. It's about like the struggle kind of thing. And, and it's, not, it's not about the triumphs, it's about the struggle. And, and I really like kind of like felt that. I was like really related to that because like, you know, like I had said before, I'm a big fighting game guy. So I go to like, I used to go to tournaments pre-COVID. And honestly, sometimes just being there, like not like, you know, I think I got fourth place once and I was like completely happy with it. I was like, dude, I was here and I had a good time. And, you know, I think that's one of the big things that like a lot of people need to learn, especially when they're competitive. It's like, hey, man, as long as you're having a good time with it and, and you like what you're doing, then that should be enough. Like, you know, don't 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 go too ham on it. But, you know, but that's a whole different thing. But yeah, the story, I love the story. The dad was an asshole. <laughs> I was like, damn, yeah. are you such a dick, man? Like, your your son's just trying his hardest. And, like, I'm glad the mom was, like, pushing him. Even I was, like, at one point where I was like, bro, you got this. You got this. Like, like it, this movie really made me fall in love with the characters. So that that's probably one of my biggest highlights is, like, you know, just they, they really get you in that in that aspect of, like, you fall in love with the characters. I mean, obviously, their performances, like I said. And... The one of my favorite parts was around the end of the movie where he's going to do the, the 90 meter jump. And I don't know if they got like um, Robert Zemeckis or something for like tension or something, because that last scene was so tense. Like, <laughs> I remember I was getting so nervous, like he's going up the, the ski jump and I'm just like, oh, man, was this going to like I'm like terrified he's going to break his bones. It felt like the same tension you feel. At, you know the, the big climactic scene in Back to the Future, so that's mm-hmm. why I'm like saying like was Robert Zemeckis on this part because <laughs> damn that was some great like suspense and and tension and like you know I loved even that one real quick of the other competitor like the pro uh, ski Maddie. jumper, huh? Maddie, Maddie, I think so. Flying Eddie, like, that was him. But, oh yeah, the flying fin. Yeah, like he was like, oh you know it doesn't matter. We're only here for us. Like he's like if I wanted to try my best, I don't care if I would get last place but he's like i'm gonna get first place anyways because i'm so good kind of thing but i love that even he was like recognizing eddie's like hey man you're here because you give a shit like you you're you're gonna try your best even if you're bad at it like you're still trying and giving your all so yeah it was a it was a really feel good movie like i felt great like you know if it, like when it finished like i'm like yeah you know you're cheering with them and like you know i got my jacket ready to go to so I was like yo I'm, I'm putting my jacket on for for eddie right now so, yeah man i totally totally dug it hugh jackman man just fucking kills it like as soon as he showed up on screen i was like there's my man look at him mm-hmm. gorgeous handsome as fuck just killing it but yeah man i i dug the hell out of it i loved it yeah mm-hmm. nice yeah, for me, I I just I love um Taryn Egerton and I just like I I I've loved every pretty much everything that he's been in like, you know, ever since, you know, seeing him at first in Kingsman and um and like the injustice that he did not get, at least get nominated for an Oscar and then what's his name mm-hmm. got an Oscar for Freddie Mercury where 
He oh yeah knocked it out of the park with Elton John in Rocket Man. Uh, it's still a travesty. Um, <laughs> but I just yeah, this movie was such a great like eight late eighties nineties feel of 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 you know of a sports movie and it was a return yeah. to that form and like that's what at least for me i don't I'm, I'm sure at least derek um you know got us to love these kind of movies you know the mighty ducks and 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 as this this mentioned cool runnings yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Olympics. That. that was so yeah. like, it's like these two okay. underdog stories so, so so okay real fast I, I, if i can interrupt i've never seen cool runnings i know the story you know like again i don't I, I was never a big sports guy sports movie guy mm. kind of thing but yeah that when that when they did that was that like a reference to the cool runnings does that yeah, happen at the it same happened time the yeah. same, it happened yeah. the same olympics yeah, wow. yeah which i didn't know until olympics, yeah. this movie came out too um or when i watched it today um i was like oh really it happened in the same olympics oh, okay mm-hmm. and um and yeah i mean like it, it, i i just loved it i mean yeah, Hugh Jackman being this like very much like it, and I love that you get the sense of like he it was and still is cocky and stuff like that, and that's why he didn't like make it. But it's also like somebody like Christopher Walken's character, which very awesome, like that just randomly Christopher Walken is in this movie, but he plays such like an important part while only being actually him only actually being in the movie for like what maybe like 10 minutes at most but because he's like has this book and they're like learning essentially from this book he's the grand mentor you know yeah he's he's the grand mentor mentor. Yeah. yeah 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 and and um and like you get the sense of like even with that like kind of backstory that that you know hugh jackman's character just he should he needed that structure and if if Christopher Walken's character didn't give up so much so easily on him, he would have been a great himself. And um and so yeah, I just love this movie and like just the the innocence of of Eddie the Eagle is so great and and I feel like that's like it makes for such a pure well like feel good story. And and like yeah, when he went on the ninety, I was very worried of like oh man. Like what's gonna happen? Like how he like I had a feeling, like in the middle once he's before he he, he um you know says that he's going to do the ninety that I was like oh man like I I knew it was gonna happen I knew it was gonna happen even when it did happen I was like oh my goodness like with along with everybody else you know like us as the as the viewers of this movie we're we're feeling exactly on what I'm sure like people then felt like especially like his parents and Hugh Jackman's character and stuff like that I really want to see I really want to learn the history of like did he go back to the to you know he the next Olympics he didn't because they changed the rules after this to like make it harder for people like him to make it into the Olympics which is bullshit <sighs> wow that's uh, fucked yeah. up yeah, yeah I, I was hoping Even there then, would be like a little because, epilogue to show because yeah. that asshole was still part of the committee which yeah like man like i hated that character like it because the only reason he got he got kicked out of the ski team and then kicked out of of you know or they tried to block him was because of how he looked you know Mm -hmm. which um you know you kind of get the sense of you can only you know make taron egerton look kind of like 
different as much as you can but it truly yeah like the just because he looked different you know like um the real guy and um and yeah it just it, it was definitely like it was and for that reason it was very much a different version of an underdog story because it's like this is somebody who who wasn't an underdog he but people put barriers in front of him just so to keep him as an underdog and that's what what made it like i had that added kind of thing then compared to cool runnings where there was no like change the rules for them it was just because they just needed to like overcome that hump and become like a bobsled team where i really like that that eddie the eagle like story kind of like he he knew how to how to ski and stuff like that before doing this so it was like a very much a general uh kind of like a easy progression from his his life as a skier to to a long a, a ski long jump or whereas like you know with the jamaican bobsleds they were runners and then became a bobsled team so so yeah but um definitely loved it hugh jackman's character just like you know, Hugh Jackman's just awesome, awesome at doing an American accent and totally believing it that this guy is just like, uh, you know, wreck, wreck, um, you know, rough neck, just American that doesn't give a shit. And I love the cinematography of his jump of the ninety at oh night. Oh my god, that yeah. was so epic! And I've seen a, a clip of it before. But I, yeah, that whole scene was just like awesome, and like, yeah, you get nervous even then. Like, oh man, is he gonna be able to do it? And he just like does it without any hesitation, no problem at all. Like he's just so pro. Is he? And like, yeah, (laughs) Jack, and a and a cigarette that he like flicked in midair. (laughs) That was cool too. Yeah, yeah, I love like. Of course, Hugh Jackman is a cool guy, but like this is, I just love when he like gets to play like a cool guy that knows he's cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm really glad that you guys both enjoyed it. Like I said, this is, this is one of my favorite movies. I remember when it came out in 2016 and it didn't really get any like attention. Mm-hmm. Like it did, it did pretty well. Like it got good reviews, like not, didn't really get any like attention really though. It, it did okay at the box office. It, um, you know, I think it had about a twenty-five million dollar budget. It made forty something, so like a very moderate success. Yeah, like I mean, for the, I think it also like for the careers of Hugh Jackman and, and Taron Egerton, like it was definitely in between some of their big movies. Like I mm-hmm. think it was like right before like Logan for Hugh yeah. Jackman, and then like was in the middle of like Kingsman and. At the book two Kingsman for for yeah. Taron Egerton, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of that weird, you know. It's kind of like the prestige, how the prestige came between Nolan's Batman movies, and you know, mm-hmm. kind of get forgotten about for that. I feel like it's the same kind of thing for this. And then you know, Dexter Fletcher too. They would, you know, um, actually Matthew Vaughn was the producer on this, so it was Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vaughn is the producer. Um, Egerton is the star, and then Dexter Fletcher as the director would go on to do another biopic. They went and did Rocket Man all together. Um, that's really interesting um which is i you know i always kind of talk about how i don't think music biopics work as well as sports biopics i think that one works a lot better than a lot of them i think it still Mm -hmm. falls into a lot of the same tropes and i actually was thinking at some point maybe like writing a thing comparing the two um just to kind of compare these two styles but i digress because um just to get back to this movie 
it's movie i i love this movie like I, it's such a good feel good movie um it's you know you have this character who is such a wholesome good character um but he's not like he feels real at the same time he doesn't feel like this kind of like manic pixie dream boy cuz he's got like his flaws and everything and but he just makes everyone around him so much better and everybody just roots for him and is so wholesome and through the course of the movie you see all these people evolve and he's almost the exact opposite of Hugh Jackman's character like what you're talking about Ariel because Hugh Jackman is so so talented but like he just lacks this like you know the the commitment and the motivation to be really great um at least at the start of the movie and then you know you have uh Eddie who he's really just not a natural athlete you know and, but he just has this drive like he wants to be at the Olympics he wants to be at this thing and I really really related to him on a lot of levels because you know I'm also I also love sports growing up I played a lot of sports um you know I was okay I like Eddie really fucking nearsighted like I wear very thick glasses but I was always really like motivated like when I played basketball I usually started as an inch but by the end of the season just because I was like always like I was always really good defender and like you know one season I actually made one of the few shots I ever made in a basketball game was a game winning shot and just kind of like always like Eddie like worked my way up there to kind of like be a presence um and I've always been really really into the Olympics like uh, I know that they're super problematic because, like, the IOC, like it kind of shows in this movie, they're not exactly the IOC, but the British committee, Olympic committee, is very fucked. The IOC is really fucked, but, like, the what they're ta- what Eddie talks about and, like, the kind of, the athletes themselves, this, like, spirit of just, like, wanting to be the best, be your best self and achieve this great thing. And the Olympics have always kind of, to me, represented what they represent to Eddie is just being your best self, like, accomplishing this great dream and I always kind of like wanted to be an Olympian you know I remember like before this movie came out watching must have been like the 2010 Winter Olympics maybe in Sochi and watching like the ski drums I was like man I bet if I had trained from a kid I could have maybe been in the Olympics like my born in Austria and I was like <laughs> when I was like six or something you know so then the movie came out I was like oh man like I watched it with my brother and I was like see like I could Maybe I could. He's like, you're kind of like Eddie with that. And I was like, yeah, man, I could fucking, I could do it, you know, like maybe, you know. So like, like I was like upset when I saw they like changed the rules. I was like, man, I could have done it, you know. But the IOC had to close the door behind Eddie. Um, but yeah, I, I just love the positivity of it. It reminds me, I've been watching season two of Ted Lasso. It's the same kind of thing where he's mm-hmm. just this, you know, very, very just great character who kind of like is very positive, inspires everybody to be their themselves in the sports world. Um, they do have a, both Eddie and um, Ted, though, while they're so positive, like have like a very deep side to them. Um, so, yeah, I, I really love this movie. I think it's one of the better sports biopics um, just out there. And um, one more thing I want to just kind of share about my own past that reminded me a lot of the one of my favorite scenes in the movie is that last scene that we kind of alluded to earlier where it's him and it's Maddie and they're going up the um, the lift. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like here's the it's kind of one of those scenes where it's like here's the moral of the story, and he has that thing where he's like, we're eleven, we're like eleven o'clock and one o'clock. Like it seems like we're far away, but we're really close in the clock. Like we are not competing with these other guys. We are competing with ourselves and to be our best selves. And he's like, even he's like, if I come in first, but I don't do my best, it doesn't matter. I'd rather come in last. And that was so cool. And just like you see Eddie, and he, you, I really like the the camera because you just kind of like see Maddie kind of like take off and you see Eddie from like watch him from far away it doesn't focus it's like this is not the focus this focus of the shot 
and it reminded me a lot of when I was in high school. I was I ran, you know, I wasn't on track or anything, but uh, because I was in theater, so I didn't really have time. But I was kind of like, all right, you know, I think I'm pretty quick, you know, and I wondered when every year one of the PE teachers would do this mile run thing. And I would usually get when I would do we would do the miles every week, like maybe like a, I would get about a six and a half minute mile was like my best time. Um, and then I did this run and it was like I it was invitational, but you could just go if you wanted. So I was like, oh, I was like, Eddie, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go, you know, and I ended up coming in dead last. But I beat my own best by a minute, and that's what mattered to me. I was like, I got like a five and a half minute mile, and I'm still like really proud of that to this day. Even though I came in dead last, it was like I pushed myself so hard to be the best that I could right there. And that's what this movie is all about. Um, even though I'm a very competitive person, it's not really like about being competitive with other people and trying to be better than other people. It's all about being your best self, and that's what this movie establishes and the moral of it does such a good like job of um getting across is do your best be your best self and mm. yeah that, that's why that's why i just love this movie yeah i agree with that yeah that, that's pretty much my favorite aspect of the movie is like you know like i said earlier you know when even when i competed i was kind of just more like you know even if i ended up last or whatever or or anything, as long as I tried my hardest and I was there and I tried, like, it, it feels good. Like, it feels good even when you leave. Like, I remember leaving those tournaments and I was like, hey, man, like, I had a good time. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not upset I lost. Like, I was just more like, just even winning one match, I was like, holy shit, this is so cool. Like, I did it. I won a match. And then, like, you know, I won another one. And then I was like, oh, my God. And then finally, you know, I, I lost later on but i was like dude that's still cool like it was super fun and you know i think that's my favorite message of the movie is like just be your best self and just you know try your best and just do it for yourself like you know it, it really you know you feel it in your heart like you're like yeah man I, I you weren't there to impress anybody you were like i just want to do it for me mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i don't know if i've ever had that again. i i'm I'm trying to be better, but I am a very pessimistic person, and, and so I really need to get in that mindset. I think that would make me a lot better, but but yeah, that's definitely, like, the way that, that you know, life should be, you know, um, lived as, like, just you know, try your best and be your best, you know, and that's all uh, the best that you, you can be in your, you know, your own way without, like, like uh we always get existential with these um well yeah but I mean, yeah you know what i'm saying cinema. yeah you know what i'm saying but um yeah i mean like i i i really like am inspired by by eddie's story and and how you know it, it's you just have to be satisfied with yourself and like be sure of yourself and like eddie is such a great person in that way of like that he doesn't care what other people think of him he knows what he wants and as long as he's striving to be and do that thing then he's fine like he's okay like that's why he's like 
like I got in like that's all I needed to do that's all I needed to do you know like I got in and, and I don't need to have the best you know jump or anything like that like I am going to the Olympics that's all I ever wanted you know and so I really it's kind of sad that like at first like people don't believe him especially like when he gets into the you know when he gets to Calgary and then that one guy like fools him into drinking all those different colored shots and stuff and he uh. misses the opening ceremony and like that's such a sad thing but he doesn't take that you know he just b brushes that past like you know like he's there for a reason and that's what he's going to do you know and i really love that about him i was gonna say the whole like brushing past it and um uh, all that, like, I mean, that was a huge stick move. That, like, really, that pissed me off. Like, I was like, bro, if I was there, I'd be like, you guys up. But, um, um, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I think Sorry, I had, had my jacket there. on a little too long. But, no, but <laughs> you, you go ahead, man. <laughs> well, I think I was going to say, kind of circling back to what you guys were talking about, um, how this is kind of like reminiscent of these 90s, great 90s sports movies that we all grew up on, you know, like Mighty Ducks or like uh, Angels in the Outfield, um, mm -hmm. Big Green, all these movies. Um, oh, and how, Big Green. Yeah, right? And how they are like these really, you know, feel-good movies, you know? Like they really are, you know, that's how this movie is described. And a lot of those movies, at least um, in terms of like the sports movies, have kind of gone away. You know, you get stuff more like, uh, which I, I did enjoy, like King Richard, which is not a feel-good movie. Um Whereas this one, it does kind of throw back to that 90s vibe. But I feel like a, it is like an improvement. It's like the next step from those. Like those movies were like maybe a little bit kind of cheesy and saccharine. And, you know, they were kids movies. Whereas this, it doesn't feel saccharine, but it still manages to feel like very, very sincere, you know. And that that's what I really love is just the absolute sincerity of this movie. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's. Like I said, like it, it's definitely and it's such an which is awesome about the '90s movies that you know that's reminiscent of, but this is actually like true along I guess along with Cool Runnings is also true, but it's such an unorthodox like um, sports story, you know. Like I I don't I haven't seen like the recent like the American Underdog one, but that's very much like orthodox orthodox you know like he mm. with kurt warner's story and stuff like that but with this it's like so out of left field of a story like and and i mean that's why it becomes like a great story and like like how in the movie it shows like he was getting all this publicity just because he was um mm. the odd man out or you know the uh, you know the different uh athlete and so and that's what makes things like um appealing to us and in in what especially with sports movies and and stuff and so yeah but but it was for this reason it was for a good reason because he's such a good person and and just like an everyman you know whereas like things with cool runnings like they were still like highly decorated athletes like with running and stuff like that and then you know some of them weren't the greatest some of them were good and stuff but with eddie it's just like he was an every man and a good person so yeah you reminded me of my point ariel uh what i was gonna say earlier um but i was trying to thought that's also one of the biggest takeaways of this movie that i really liked was that 
it kind of does a little of a it's never too late kind of thing where you know like he yeah like you know like i said like in the movie he's not like an athlete but like he keeps trying and keeps going at it and like you know he didn't have all that badass training just like all the other olympians but that was one of my biggest takeaways that it's like it's never too late like he like i was like really shocked that there were times where he's like i'm gonna do that jump and i'm like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like yeah. I kept thinking, like, I was oh, like, I landed the forty. Now onto the seventy and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, don't do that. Like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's never. I would say it is a little too late for that kind of thing. But, um, or I mean, you know what? Don't even listen to me. If you think you could do it, just be careful. But <laughs> what I what I'm trying to say is like, I like that aspect where you could take it into anything. Where like, um, you know, if you. You could still do whatever you want to do. Like, if you feel like, oh, I can't be a writer, or I can't be an artist, or I can't be a musician because I didn't start young, it, it that's one of the biggest things I liked about it is that, like, you can still go for it. Like, that there's nothing really stopping you other than you. Like, especially how the other athletes were like, well, you need to be doing the ski jump um, when you were five or six years old. Like, you got to start that. And I was kind of like, I kind of hated that, that there's so many things in life that you're like, you had to have started when you were a kid, but it's like sometimes you don't know what you like that young. Even now, like I know our generation is still trying to find itself. Like we're we're all under all the stress and we're all like worried about everything. And we have our dreams, and sometimes you go, "Damn, it's a little too late to do this or a little too late to that." But what I like about this is that it's so inspiring enough that you're like, you're gonna go, you know what, dude? It's not too late. Like I can still go out and be an artist, or I can still go out and be. A musician or whatever an athlete whatever it's like it's all about how you see it and, and your determination and your drive kind of thing like i'm not i'm not saying it's gonna happen but again another big point of this movie is that at least you're trying at least you're pushing yourself to try your best you know like if someone just picked up the guitar today and like you know i'm 32 i'm almost 32 and i pick and i just decided to pick up the guitar and, and i'm like that's what i want to do for the rest of my life you know that movie shows like you just got to push yourself and you got to try. You, you never know what's going to happen kind of thing. And, and Hey, you know, there, there's, there's all those like success stories of people who are like, Oh yeah. You know, I, I started writing at 40 or 50 and, you know, I started drawing art at 60 and then, um, you know, started to bring up fighting games again. But one of the, the one of the big, uh, tournaments, a couple, like a month, a couple months ago, some people in their like seventies or eighties rolled up to a tournament and were playing one of the most, you know, frenetic and fast technical fighting games, where it was Capcom 3. And everybody was cheering for them. Like, it, it was kind of, like, similar to Eddie the Eagle. Like, it was, like, everyone there's typically young, like, from, like, their teens to, like, maybe early 30s, some are in their 40s. But it was just so... It was inspirational itself that people just went out. You know, they were old and, and like, obviously they didn't win the tournament, but they were like, hey, man, we're here. We had a good time. And, and it actually inspired them to want to go and make their own tournament for, like, seniors senior citizens i mean they want to include everybody but they're like we want people of all ages to be able to enjoy video games and i thought that was so cool and i feel like th this movie really damn like it really just sticks with you with all those things and and i love that part of it like i love that it's so optimistic and it's so like driven i, I think that's what i like about like all these like sports movies we've done is that it's all about perseverance and like kind of like you know breaking the mold and trying your hardest and, and just trying i think that's the most important thing is like go, going at our way to try 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I that's yeah, that's really well said. Like I, I think that is what makes like sports movies and just kind of like that's part of the reason why I love sports in general is because things like that can just happen, you know, like and I think that's why you get endeared to certain people in sports, like, you know, because you can because I can relate to Eddie, you know. Um or, or like, you know, uh to talk about like basketball for a second, you know, I, I can't relate to LeBron James or, you know, like Kevin Love or somebody, but uh, I can relate to maybe like Alex Caruso. Like I'm obviously never going to be anywhere near Alex Caruso, um, but like he he was a guy. He was in the D League. He kind of like got cut by a few teams. You know, he then he was on the Lakers, and he was like he's like 28, balding, just white dude, doesn't look very athletic. Um, but then he just kind of like worked his way up, and like eventually became like a starter in the finals for the Lakers, helped them get that championship in 2020. And like now he's one of like the best players on the bowls. So like you can, when you see these kind of like underdogs and that's, you know, kind of like, you know, what you were talking about earlier, American underdog area. I think, you know, that is part of the story that is, you know, maybe that um, is pushing that movie is, I haven't seen it either, but you know, how Kurt Warner, he was a, he was a working in a grocery store for a while, you know, and people can't really relate to Tom Brady, but you can relate maybe to Kurt Warner and working in a grocery store. And mm-hmm. you're not thinking, you know, oh, I can't, you know, go out and become an NFL quarterback. But like, if you're working in a grocery store, you see Kurt Warner go and achieve his dreams. Maybe you can do that too. And the same thing with Eddie, he was, he's like working, he, when he got the call, like to go to the Olympics, he's working as a plasterer, you know, he's like kind of given up on his dream, but you know, it's never too late. Like you said, Alan. Yeah. Any, yeah. any uh, final thoughts? No, definitely. Uh, the one thing that, Okay. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Ariel. <laughs> oh, no. Just for me, it's definitely a great feel-good movie that's not cheesy or anything like that. It's definitely like if you just want a, a little pick-me-up in, in your life and a reminder of like, you know, you could do it, you kind of thing, um, definitely give this movie a check, uh, you know, check it out and just, you know, like once again, awesome performances from Taryn Egerton and, and, and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, if you are going through, you know, a tough time, like so many people have been these past two years, you know, this is a good movie to just put on and feel good. You know, there's so many, I think that's why Paddington 2 is so popular is just because of the positivity of it. And I think it's the same case with this one, you know. What is up with that movie? I haven't like, seen I don't it know. I, 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 it's on my list. I need to watch it. But like people fucking love that movie. And I think it's the same thing. I think it's just like the positivity of this character and like the impact they have in the world. And that's, you know, I, I'm I'm probably going to watch it pretty soon. That's why Ted Lasso is so popular. You know, that's why I think a lot of people like Captain America. You know, he can do this all day, uh, you know. But uh, one other random stray thing is I thought it was a really cool moment. Did you guys notice that they actually put the real footage from yeah. the 88 Olympics? Yeah, that was awesome. That, yeah. Where they, like, it's the guys like, you've flown like eagles. And you can kind of tell that's not really Taron Egerton. You can tell it's, it's the real guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, as much as, like, Eric, you said, like, Taron Egerton, you know, he's a handsome dude. You can kind of, it's like Lars and the Real Girl, where you see, you're like, that's still Gosling. You're like, that's still Taron Egerton. But he had, he's so transformative with his, like, facial expressions and his, like, the way he talks and just, like, the way he kind of carries himself. You forget for a second that, like, this is, like, one of the most handsome dudes ever. That he, like, he does seem like just kind of this, like, big geek, you know? (laughs) And so, yeah. like, that's that's a great performance when you can you can like do that. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I love the movie, and I I don't know. Is there anything? Yeah, any last thoughts before I wrap it up here, guys? Um, I mean, I guess what's another like? What's your guys's like go to 
like feel good movie like what like uh, other than how, how about uh, yeah uh, go to feel good movie and also go to um uh sports movie like this you know kind of thing so um for me oh my goodness a go to feel good movie dang i don't I, that i would have to think about that but but for my go to like sports movie like this i like definitely the big green is mm. is one of my favorites um i love that that movie and i forgot that oh yeah it's on D disney plus now so i really need to check that out again um angels in the outfield's good too um mighty ducks too is my favorite mighty duck so that for that one um but yeah i would have to think about feel good feel good feel good um, oh, I do summer. like. Uh, no, just kidding. No, shut <laughs> up. <Midsummer. laughs> yeah, that's mine. You, you, you call Whiplash. it. Um, yeah, like I, it's a I family it thing, but but um, <laughs> but we we usually tend to for Christmas movies as our feel good movies. So mm. so um, while you were sleeping is a classic for us, and then also like you've got mail is also a classic feel good movie um yeah 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 i was just kind of like looking at my letterbox real quick seeing if i could see anything one that i think is a good one for me is tangled i fucking love tangled uh, like mm -hmm. that's a five banger for like five star movie for me like like that movie is just so you know you love rapunzel and just like you love to see her mm -hmm. get away from her gaslighting mom and just i don't know like it that movie it's it's peak disney for me like i i i can watch tangled whenever you know, um, another one, and this is a sports movie and a feel-good movie. It's the first movie we ever covered, Speed Racer. Like, like mm. Speed is, like, you know, yeah. it's another one of those stories about just, like, overcoming all these obstacles and just knowing that you can be the best. And, you know, I I, I will, I can, like, just, I haven't watched it in a minute, but I really want to kind of go back and rewatch Speed Racer. I've seen it so many times, but I never get tired of it. I don't know. How about you, Alan? Uh, sports movies. I... I know. Yeah, like I, said, I don't, I don't so have a lot. I mean, uh, What's your feel-good movie, you know? Feel-good? sports. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Because the funny part is, like, a lot of the movies that, like, are feel-good movies for me, I feel like they're a little bit more, like, comfort movies, so they make mm -hmm. me feel better. So, so it's, like, Scream or, like, uh, Clerks. Like, those make me feel better, I guess. Like, I think, I think probably Clerks, just because, like, I, I, it's very relatable, I guess, for me. Like, I, I've worked at, you know, we've all worked in customer service, and I worked in it for a very long time, so sometimes I'll just, like, you know, pop in clerks, and I, I think I, I just like the dialogue a lot, and it's just kind of like, I think I like just talking and hanging out, just talking about nerdy shit all the time, so I think seeing that on screen kind of makes me, like, feel good, and just, I don't know, it's, like, some aspects of it are, like, super real, like, just weird customers, and <laughs> funny antics that they do and like yeah i, I guess yeah I, th I think clerks probably clerks okay well i mean i'm gonna keep introducing you to more good sports movies alan so we'll get you, we'll get you one. <laughs> would, would um kung fu be considered a sports movie i think kung fu if if it is kung fu hustle kung fu hustle oh, okay yeah, I mean, yeah 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 technically yeah i never saw that Fighting. one i yeah, that would count. Oh, I never saw it. Dope. It's amazing. I saw, I saw the other one from around the same time, the other like kung fu parody movie. 
Kung Pao. Uh, oh, Kung Pao. Oh, so no. Oh, no, not that one. Nah. Kung Fu Hustle is amazing. Okay. No, Kung Fu Hustle is amazing. Maybe, we'll, yeah, maybe we'll put that on your list of, of you've never seen. Is that <laughs> yeah, a yeah, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. I'd be Kung down. Fu all right. Well, uh, everybody out there, thank you guys for, for listening um, on whatever app you are on. Uh, we would love it if you guys could just, you know, tell a friend or check us, give us five stars. Um, there is a rating now system on Spotify. So uh, if you want to give us five stars on Spotify, it's br a brand new system. So um, uh, so it's, we got to get some ratings there uh, since it just started. Uh, that would help the show get noticed a lot. Uh, but check us out on all our socials, uh, Undercast Company. Um, wherever you want to look us up uh, we also got a couple other podcasts I've got one whenever there's a new Marvel movie called Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones and Ariel has one on the first of every month um, so it would have just come out recently um, from when we were releasing this um, so uh, that's called uh, You've Never Seen the question mark and exclamation uh, point um, so yeah check both of those out um, and enjoy the Winter Olympics everybody mm-hmm yeah, I'm definitely going to be checking out the the. It's not called long jump. What is it called? <laughs> the ski uh, jump. Ski jump. jump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll definitely be checking. It's out It's super jump. interesting. Although I, mm -hmm. one thing, okay, I was gonna say something earlier. I, I love the score of this movie, and I love the little like every time they're like yeah. getting going down the slope, and I'm just like yeah. now whenever I watch the Olympics and I see them like do it, I'm just gonna hear that in my head. The little like ramp yeah. up the musical score. Yeah, just a fall. Sorry, I just I, for, I remembered one thing. I want the album to this movie. Like, I really yeah. wonder if it's on vinyl because this is like full out like awesome eighties music. Yeah, it's it's yeah. very much yeah that vibe. Mm -hmm. All right, that's like you probably go on Spotify and like I, I I'm sure somebody made a playlist. I know. Of it, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 I'm sure. But on vinyl just, like, would be vinyl really cool. too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And then, well, yeah, one more, if, if anybody out there wants to, you know, I might write a piece for Medium or something, if anybody wants to see me compare this and um, uh, Rocket Man, you know, just to kind of compare music biopics to uh, sports biopics, let me know, like, send us an email or something, undercastconyhemo.com, or just write us in a comment somewhere, because I might do that, if people want to see it, so let me know either way. And I'll oh, see you guys in another way. Oh, yeah, go yeah. ahead. You know, with that, thanks for being amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Take it easy, everybody.